The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young. If you're looking for something more, something different, something better, this is your opportunity. Over the next hour, we'll talk about inspiration for personal and professional success. Now, here is your host, Dr. Barbara Young. Good afternoon. This is Dr. Barbara Young, your radio talk show host, and welcome to the Transformation for Success show on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This show is broadcast every Tuesday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm in the Southern California area, and I invite you to tune into this show each week. And I'd love to thank you very much for all of your emails and words of encouragement. I appreciate hearing from you. And I want you to keep on emailing your questions and comments to info at transformationforsuccess.com. And also, for those of you who might be new listeners, check out my website at www.transformationforsuccess.com to learn about all the fabulous things that I'm doing to empower women and men on their transformation journeys. Now, this is your day for love and encouragement. And I'd like to give a big shout out to my bishop and my West A family and all of my PBS friends and supporters. Now, we have a very, very special guest today with me in the studio, Dr. Sherilyn Lee. I am so excited to have her on the show. Let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Sherilyn Lee. You gotta really listen and listen closely. This woman is dynamic, and let me tell you, she has done some fabulous things. Our guest is Dr. Sherilyn Lee, and she is the founder and CEO of New Wellness Healthcare Center. Now, this is a comprehensive alternative family healthcare center that offers alternative medicine and a more holistic, integrated approach to dealing with common diseases and ailments. She also has a nonprofit called NutraMed Wellness Incorporated, which we're going to talk about later in our discussion. Dr. Sherilyn Cannon, Kemen Lee obtained her education and training as a physician assistant and nurse practitioner at Charles R. Drew University of Medicine and Sciences, and she received her PhD in holistic medicine from the Clayton School of Natural Health. Her credentials also include certification as a licensed clinical nutritionist and certification in energy medicine and quantum reflex analysis. Dr. Lee has been a healthcare practitioner for more than 23 years in the community. She believes wholeheartedly in miracles and the power of healing. During her life's journey, she suffered a number of things and survived eczema, colon cancer, asthma, and two comas. She believes that we are all as healthy as ourselves. This dynamic woman and I met a few years ago, and it was truly a divine appointment. In fact, it was she who first connected me 
with the producer of my first internet radio show and my early days as a radio talk show host. And for many years, I have been uh, an admirer of her. And actually, Dr. Lee has been a radio talk show host of her own talk show and blog talk show called The Dr. Sherilyn Lee Health Show. So today, our discussion will center on her transformation journey, and we will travel with Dr. Lee through her journey from a devastating childhood illness, bullying, and hopelessness to a brilliant career as a holistic healthcare practitioner. So stay tuned, call your friends to listen or download this show, and I encourage all of you that this is going to be a wonderful, very informative show. So welcome, Dr. Lee, my friend. Oh, what a blessing. It's such a privilege privilege to be here with you. Thank you so much, Dr. B. It's a tr- you pleasure to, to have you Young. on the Transformation <laughs> Show today. Wow. I just want to just sort of open up by sharing with us who is Dr. Sherilyn Lee. I've given all your credentials and all of your background and a little bit about you, but tell us who is Dr. Sherilyn Lee. You know, when people ask me that, you know what I normally tell them? I'm just a child of God. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, and we'll elaborate a little bit more on that because yes, we will. really, we will. I have talked about how truly you are a magnet of miracles, and we're going to talk a little bit about some of those miracles because truly, I've never met such a, a woman as dynamic as you are and down to earth. I mean, just so real and able to just touch, and I know how you've touched so many lives with the work that you're doing. But share with us, how was it growing up, being sick all of the time and what you would like to share with the audience about how that was for you? Well, it was very devastating um, having mm-hmm. illnesses throughout my entire childhood. Mm-hmm. And then growing up in a home, which is in the book that I've written, um, where you didn't see love also. Mm-hmm. So here I am with the conditions that I have throughout my childhood life. Um, numerous of things scheduled to have my legs amputated when I was seven years old. Oh, my goodness. All these things that have happened. But it, it, it molded me into the person who I am today. Uh, there's no way as a child that I would have thought I would be where I am today. Well, you know, uh, one of the things that I knew that you had eczema, how, I mean, and you know, today we have so many teens, if they get just a zit, you know, they're in a panic or a couple of zits. So tell me, how in the world did you deal with that? How did you overcome oh, that? You know, it, it was actually into, it was up until my adulthood life that I really sort of overcame that. It took a long mm-hmm. time because not, not only did I have external scars, I had internal. Because okay. even though it started to clear up later, I had all these internal scars, scars because I didn't see myself as healed. Okay. Because as a child, I was made fun of so much and taunted and called all kind of names and dirt thrown on me. I was horrible looking as a child because of the eczema. Not only was it my legs, but my arms and my face. My face oh my was so goodness. bad, I, I looked like a raccoon. I had darkness around my eyes, around my mouth, and around my neck. People both, basically, from a distance, thought I had a scarf or a turtleneck on. Oh, my goodness. Well, now, did you have a loving, supportive family that could help you, uh, you know, as you grappled with all of these uh, health challenges? I had a praying, lovely mother. Um, my right. mother and father divorced when I was very young, mm-hmm. and uh, but my mom was always right there by my bedside. Oh, that's wonderful. 
That is so wonderful. Now, one of the things uh, also, you had colon cancer. I mean, you honestly, Dr. Lee, when I sort of read, uh, you know, about and then have listened to you, too, about what you've gone through, share with the audience what a little bit of that was like. And when did the eczema, when did all of this start? Uh, was it early? You know, were you three, four, five, six? When did this, this start, really, with you? Well, it, it started, I think everything started around three years old and escalated from there. Because, because of the, the eczema, you know, it mm-hmm. was so bad. It looked as though someone had taken a match and burned my legs. That's why oh, I wow. like second-degree um, scars, and mm-hmm. it was, I had a systemic infection from that. So that's why I was hospitalized. And that's why they said we may have to amputate. Oh, dear. Now, what happened that that didn't come about? Because <laughs> you certainly are walking around today and in high heels. Oh, yes. Praise <laughs> I God. I made, made that <laughs> statement at a seminar one day, and this little lady in the back, she didn't hear well. And she mm-hmm. came up to me and she said, baby, you sure walk well with those two false legs. <laughs> I said, no, these are my legs. I still have them. <laughs> I thought it was so cute. But... um uh, what was, just repeat your question again, I've got a little... Well, it was when you were faced with uh, having to have your legs amputated, you had mentioned that uh, the eczema was so bad on your legs and the scars, and of course I know from listening to many others who might have gone, who had gone through eczema, that it's it itches and you have to scratch, and so, um, and then it does, I guess it just exacerbates the problem even worse, but how oh, it did it come about with the amputation and the doctor making that diagnosis? And how well, did your mom grapple with that? Oh, you know, the reason, with the, with the itching, mm-hmm. I would find anything I could to alleviate the itch. I don't care what it was. It could have been a comb. It could have been a metal object. It didn't matter. I was very young, and it itched so bad. You know, mm-hmm. they do cut your nails down when you're younger. But it would itch so intensely, you would find anything. Now I work closely with people with it, and they don't have the itching problem. But okay. it and that's why they, they, it was a secondary infection from all the scratching and okay. deep, you know, deep scars. Mm-hmm. 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 Yes. So now what happened when um, you're now faced, your mom, because you're still a child, faced with saying we have to amputate her legs? What stopped that? Well, that's the first miracle, I guess. What stopped, what stopped that was truly a miracle What set me on my journey to do what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a team of seven doctors. And they walked into the room, and they had already discussed the amputation. And one of the doctors just stood back and said, we're not going to amputate. I'm not going to let this happen. I will personally take care of her myself. And I remembered him putting me on the gurney and mm-hmm. taking me to this room in some kind of whirlpool when I was seven years old and submerging me in this water. And he did this himself twice a day until my legs healed and I was able to go home. Oh, wow. At that point in my life, I kept looking at him, and I kept thinking, I pray that one day I can give back to others what this doctor gave to me. Wow. Now, that's admirable. And, you know, when I think about miracles, it had to be out of seven doctors, you have one who says, I'm going to work on her myself, and I'm going to make sure she gets healed. And that is miracle. So here we go on the story of a, a magnet for miracles. So yes, now, yes. <laughs> so what happens next uh, on your journey? We've gone through this. We now have no amputation. We've got our legs. And so we managed to navigate through high school. And what's next? 
Well, you know, all through that journey, too, I, I also had mm-hmm. asthma. So I was oh, in another hospital from, from asthma, not just the eczema, from not being able to breathe. So we go through, you know, the high school years. Like I was uh, married very, very young, 18. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, you know, as getting being married that young, we don't really truly know what's going on at that That's age. That's right. And he was a lot older. Mm-hmm. And so um, for him, I never grew up. I was always this child. We stayed married for 11 years. Okay. And so oh, we wow. met each other when I was 18. We married when I was 19, and we were married by 11 years. But um, that was a emotional, abusive marriage. Oh, oh wow. And so many yeah. women go so, through that. And so yeah. what gave you the courage to uh, get out of it? What are you... Uh, you know, uh, what, what I finally did was start loving me. And because that's, that's what I didn't do. I did not love myself when I so stayed important. in the marriage. Because mm-hmm. I said, if he accepted me with all these scars on my legs, and to me it was, you know, just, it's, it, to me it's still disfiguration. Most people said they could barely see them, but still in mm-hmm. my head. I still work with me. But um, he accepted me from, you know, uh, going through all of that. That's why I stayed in the marriage as long as I did. And okay. we came to a point where I said, I love me. Whether or not if I'm ever in another relationship, I love me enough to walk away from this. And that's wonderful. Were you at that time spiritual and having, um, you know, to reach out to God during these times of, of you know, travel, well, you know, tra- travesty in the marriage and then having all these health issues? What made you reach out and develop your spiritual side? Well, I was then, but, you know, even though you're mm-hmm. praying about, you know, I had children very, uh, well, four years into the marriage, I started having my children, and mm-hmm. they're, 11 months, they're 11 months apart. So I never wanted to divorce and have, because I came from, you know, parents uh, that weren't together, and I didn't want my children to have to experience that. Okay. And so uh, it came to a point, you no, know, they're going to be happy. They're going to be happy regardless if we're together or not, because I could see they're not happy with us together, because my youngest daughter at the time walked over one day, and this is what really turned me around. And she looked at me, and she said, Mom, do you love... She went through each one of her sister's names and asked me, do I love mm-hmm. them? I said, yes. She said, do you love my dad? And I looked at her. I was actually combing the hair of one of my daughters, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I couldn't tell her, not right now, but <laughs> yes, I, I still love your father. <laughs> And then she looked at me and paused for a good 10 minutes. And she said, do you love yourself? Wow. From the words of babes. Yes. And that's and when at I said, that you know time, what? Dr. Mm-hmm. Lee, did you love yourself? No. no. So what did, what did you do? Because for the listeners out there, you know, there's so many I know, men and women, that go through life and never really love themselves. But they're not really asked that question. Do you love yourself? And what do you do if someone asks you that question and you all of a sudden you realize, I really don't love myself? Where do you you go and what do you do? Well, you know, I start praying more and that's when I start seeing, you know, me for me and being authentic with me. When, you're an, when, you, try, when you want to be an, an authentic person, you have to mm-hmm. start with yourself. You have to start with you. I can't expect for him to be an authentic person. I'm not being authentic myself. Mm-hmm. I'm in this marriage for what reason? I'm in it because we got married young. Uh, mm-hmm. 
you know, and all kind of things for the wrong reason. Actually, I had a long conversation with him later and told mm-hmm. him I married him for the wrong reason and probably another reason why it didn't work out. But, um, you know, being very spiritual during that time, too, and I was, I was going to revivals and church and different things, and mm-hmm. I'm still seeing this mm-hmm. man be the same way. But God had warned me about his personality long before I had children. We need to listen. Okay, so that's imp- one of the keys is that we need to listen. The other thing is that you started to pray more. You should started to really develop your spiritual side and reach up yes. to God. And then was it was it through that you got a revelation of yourself, of, of who Dr. Lee really is? Yes. Okay, so that was enlightening. Were, what motivational quotes or any biblical quotes that helped you through those difficult times? Well, you know, one of the quotes that I use as far as motivational, and that was way later, and I'll go mm-hmm. back to the biblical, uh, was, I am so grateful that I am a magnet for miracles. And that's what took me through healing after the cancer diagnosis mm-hmm. and after um, coming out of a coma, you know, just mm-hmm. going through, I am grateful, just being grateful that I'm alive, grateful I can breathe on my own because I didn't even have a voice. We're doing a radio interview. Um, mm-hmm. The second coma I was in when I was intubated, um, they actually ruptured all of my, or tore through my vocal cords. So, you know, I know my voice vibrates. So when I talk to other people, they say, it sounds good to me, but, mm-hmm. you know, I know it. But I couldn't talk for almost a good couple of months. Wow. I well, didn't have you know, a voice. That was a tremendous thing that you've gone through. And so what I want you to do, we're going to come back after a quick break, and we're going to talk about how you decompressed, made yourself a priority, and how you went into the field of integrative medicine. So listeners, stay tuned. We'll be right back after this brief commercial. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. When is the last time you saw sparkles of life in your day? Each day holds a treasure, the extra in the ordinary. It is too easy to miss them because they're familiar and we take them for granted. If you want to add sparkle to your day, listen to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee Lee. She offers a new way to view the world and to discover your own mighty gems in daily life. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. If you're looking for tips for personal success, look no further than DJ and the Bear, keeping you at the top of your game with your hosts, leadership and personal effectiveness consultant, Deetta Jones and Richard Dent, formerly of the champion Chicago Bears. Together, as a husband and wife team, they've raised a family, owned two successful businesses, led major philanthropic initiatives through their foundation, and lived the ultimate lifestyle. Find out their secrets. Listen every Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, 
please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to Transformation for Success with my guest today, Dr. Sherilyn Lee, who is the founder and CEO of New Wellness Healthcare Center, which is a comprehensive alternative family healthcare center that offers alternative medicine and a more holistic, integrated approach to dealing with common diseases and ailments. And she also has a nonprofit called NutraMed Wellness Incorporated, which we're going to talk about later. But now back to Dr. Lee. And as we were talking before, Dr. Lee, you really have gone through this tremendous, I'm telling you, childhood of illnesses with eczema. You went through bullying. You went through almost having your, your legs having to be amputated. And through a miracle, you were able to survive all of this, keep your legs, and then now you have reached up to God and you're finding out who is Dr. Sherilyn Lee. And so I'm asking you now, how did you decompress <laughs> and make yourself a priority? <laughs> you know, it was, it was a journey. Trust me, it was definitely a journey because there was a lot of things I had to decompress from. But um, truly a journey, and it's an everyday journey. This is what life is all about. Yes, but to is. get from there to where I am now is just living in today's moment, living in the moment and being, and having, being grateful for every breath you take, which a lot of people don't have a chance to have. That's true. They're on a respirator. So when you look at all of that and just being grateful for everything, and I start, I came up with this meditation a long time ago, mm-hmm. uh, probably in the 90s, mm-hmm. uh, and then I gave it a title entitled Detox the Mind and the Body Will Heal. So I would oh, take right. myself through this healing journey. And this is what I would do. I would lie down and stop at the t- start at the top of my head and just feel the anointing start at the top of my head and go through my eyes, nose, mouth, and just take some deep breaths and relax. We know that a calm, the blood pressure, which mm-hmm. I've had a, a problem with malignant hypertension. I had blood pressures of 260 of 160. Oh, no. And you know, so, oh, my goodness. So somebody out there needs to hear this. Yeah, so, and you don't have to have that. And that was dealing right. with the stress and the stress and the stress. And dealing with, an, you know, a, a husband who at the time um, uh, was just very unfaithful. You know, uh, there's one chapter in my book called Lipstick on His Shorts. I oh tell people it was not the lips, not, not on the collar. It was definitely the shorts. So, uh, and, you know, and as time went on, I even met the person who applied the lipstick on his shorts. <laughs> oh, and we became, <laughs> we became friends. Well, that takes uh, a miracle. <laughs> it, it did. It did. And, you know, I was so glad that my girls saw that because this is at long after my divorce because mm-hmm. um, a week after I divorced, um, my ex remarried within that week. Okay. And, uh, and they were together for some time. And then after they mm-hmm. divorced, she and I met and became, we, we became friends okay. um, during that time. And, um, and it's just amazing. And my, my daughter's because they have three, and they're, they're, they're saying, Mom, it is amazing. We, we always respected you and thought you were a wonderful lady in how you conduct yourself, but to reach out and be kind to the mistress, <laughs> that really took a lot. 
Well, that, I, I mean, that, I think it's great. But by this time, uh, you have made yourself a priority. And that's one of the things that I wanted to explore before we go into, because you have a lot of degrees, you've accomplished a lot. And so that made me want to ask, you know, how you made yourself a priority to be able to accomplish all of that. Okay. So how, yes, did, you, yes. how did you do that? Well, my RN training and everything, I, I was in a RN program while I was having two of my children. Okay. When I was finished, I was pregnant with the third because they're 11 months apart. And we're now, because uh, they're 38, um, 37, 38, 39. Okay. Can you imagine that was 39 years ago? Oh, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I'm just a young thing. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> uh, so I, you know, I start thinking I want to do something to give back. And at first I went into nursing because I mm-hmm. said this is what I wanted to do. And at the time I was married, so my ex said, why don't you, um, uh, did you really want to go into medicine? I said, sure. So I wouldn't volunteer at a King Hospital, Martin Luther King Hospital. And this is before they even, they had just started put, putting patients in there during that time. So I volunteered and went over there and I said, I really love this. I really love, but I think I want to go further. So I started in some, you know, a few pre-med classes and I'm thinking, mm-hmm. you know, I really like this, but, you know, this marriage I could see was really shaky and I, I don't think I want to try to do that. Let me just finish up the RN program. And then mm-hmm. I went into the PA program at Charles R. Drew uh, School of Science and Medicine. Which is the Positions and, Assistance Program? Right. It, okay. Mm-hmm. And then I, um, I finished that, and that was right during the time I started to go through my divorce. Okay. And that was almost during the time of my first coma. Um, because it was just so devastating going through a divorce three kids, and then, you know, during the holidays, you look at the fact that where's family and where's this? You get so, you know, used to that whole family structure, you know, during the holidays. Yes, of and, course. Uh, yeah, and so it was so devastating to me. So I, I said something that I should have never have said, and because I said what I did, I end up going to hell. What? Now, mm-hmm. you said you went, you went into a coma. What caused the coma? And then t- uh, The coma was asthma uh, and mm-hmm. heart failure. And asthma heart failure. And heart failure. Mm-hmm. Okay, now tell us what happened. And you go into a coma, and then you go to hell. Now, the reason why I'm stopping it at this point and sort of saying that, because there are many people that say there is no hell, uh, or they'll say hell is here right on earth. So tell no. us a little bit about that. I thought that, too. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of thought that too until, you know, I made that comment, and it was absolutely horrible. And that's um, uh, in in the book I've written also, and it's an audio book, so you can listen to the whole thing. But mm-hmm. going into this dark hole, into this dark pit, you know, I was actually taken into the emergency room by a paramedic because I could not breathe. I actually um, called them myself. I had mm-hmm. someone call that day, and one, once I got there. And, you know, you, you don't see yourself. So when I came out of the coma, they, they were telling me I was ash gray. I had already left before. I mean, I was gone. Oh my so goodness. when I went into this, when I went into this coma, uh, it was a short period. But when I went into this coma, it was me. I could just see myself sinking, sinking down and further and further and further, like going into a bottomless pit. And then at the end, at the bottom of this bottomless pit, it was so black, it was so dark, 
that something in a cloak that was darker than the pit came up to me and said, you asked for this, is yours. Oh, dear. Not, not in a voice like that, neither. Mm-hmm. And um, so, then I... So how did, I, and I, what did, you, how did you... What did you do to get out of the pit? I mean, it's... This dark figure in a cloak comes to you and said, you asked for this? This is yours? And when I said, God, forgive me, I want to live, at that very moment, in the twinkling of an eye, I came back. Well, thank you. Forgiveness. A magnet for miracles, to be sure. So was that uh, a shift for you, Dr. Lee? Almost definitely, yes. Most now, what happens yeah. next with the shift? Because you now, one of the things I'm intrigued about is that when you, people have an experience like this, it's truly a, a regenerative or transformation experience, to be sure. What happened next? So what happened after coming out and finally being discharged from the hospital, then you start looking at life and seeing things totally different. I can totally imagine. Different. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I, I, I start working with people differently also. And the one thing that I was able to see very quickly with a mm-hmm. person and with my patients later, mm-hmm. uh, I can t- I, you know, a lot of people are not going to commit suicide, but I can look in their eyes and see they do not want to be here. Mm. Mm. And so when I'm working with cancer patients and people with all, especially cancer patients, Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing I ask them now, based on my own experience. I ask them, when did you decide you did not want to live? And they, do, and they can answer that. Yeah. And I said, it was, well, a, it was a passing thought. Something hit you. It, you might not have said it. But something hit you. You say, you know, I just don't want to live anymore. This is too much for me. I, I'm, I'm ready to go. Wow. Well, tell me. Let me back up just a minute. How how did you feel go into integrative medicine? I mean, what was the spark there for you to go into integrative medicine? Well, after working in the emergency room at King Hospital, uh, mm-hmm. when I finished school, that's why I went to go work. I, I was actually there as an RN. Um, mm-hmm. I never did go back as a PA or in any other level, but I was working there, and after seeing. Mm-hmm. All of, and even in my training, my training was also through King Hospital too. Mm-hmm. After my training and after working in the ER and seeing and knowing that ninety percent of all illnesses is linked to nutrition. What? You've discovered yeah. that. Ninety percent. And ninety percent is 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 is, is psycholo- not psychological, but ninety percent is linked to some emotional ties too. So mm-hmm. once you let go of those things, you know, and I said, I, I've got to, I, I have to do something. There's just too many sick people. There's too many people dying. You know, the trauma side of the ER is what I was looking at, not so much the emergency room side, but even with that, people were acting out and all these things happening to people because they haven't let go, they haven't forgiven, they won't love mm-hmm. themselves, they won't love mm-hmm. their neighbor, and then you've got all this hostility build up in people. But what's causing that? Is it a hormonal imbalance going on with them? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, is it dietary? Mm-hmm. Is it something else? So I start looking into that then, and I say, you know, I really love medicine, but I feel mm-hmm. that I can offer more if I learn to, you know, take on another trait with this. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I did from there. And I did a long-distance uh, school training um, mm-hmm. during that time, and that's what brought me to where I am now. And then, not only that, I attend 
seminars and workshops all over the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm always researching and, and, and uh, to further my knowledge and understanding of the human body. Well, I think there, there are more and more people, too, today who are becoming aware of the benefits of nutrition uh, and its effects on the body, healthy nutrition. And now, I mean, it's like when I'm shopping, we're seeing all these signs for organic foods. But how did you, how did you discover that, that, you know, nutrition was tied to somehow a person's uh, debilitation or diseases? Um, was it something that you attended a seminar or you just, how did you discover that? Because that, that's really interesting. Well, you know, I first started looking at me. Okay. Because I had so many problems. That's where we you know? start. We start with us first, yes. We, I started mm-hmm. with me, and I wanted to learn because I wanted to be around. After that happened, you know, the first mm-hmm. time where I said I mm-hmm. didn't want to live, now I want to live. So I mm-hmm. want to find out everything I possibly can because I always said I'm not going through menopause, I'm not going to grow old, all these things I've been seeing since I was a young person. And uh, I didn't and go that's... through menopause. I didn't go through any of that. I didn't, oh, I didn't wow. Pause a, pers- a part of my life for what? So I knew the power. I start learning the power of the, uh, your own thinking and which you, what you perceive about your own self. Okay. So the now, more I would do that, go ahead. No, I was just going to, I'm so interested. We could be talking all day on this because I've been very, very interested in integrative medicine for some time. And of course, I'm really following the path of nutrition and diet, not dieting, it's eating healthy. But what have been some of your high points as what I call an integrative uh, practitioner? Well, you know, one of my high points have been, uh, there's so many, but one of, is working with a per, several people who mm-hmm. um, they sent home from the hospital, and I work with a lot with cancer patients too, mm-hmm. but, uh, but the one in particular, they, a couple, they sent them home and told them to, you know, make their arrangements uh, because of hepatitis. Mm -hmm. And I stood back for them, and I just prayed. And I said, Mm -hmm. dear God, I know you're going to reveal to me what is needed for this person. Because no one, I I do not feel in my heart that a person should suffer. Mm -hmm. You should not be in any pain Mm -hmm. or any type of suffering. So I, I set up a program for this person. I did all their lab work because I'm very detailed when it comes to working with a person and working them up and make sure the right lab work is done and look mm-hmm. at functional medicine and functional lab studies and not just the therapeutic level that I learned years ago. So you mm-hmm. look to see what is kind of out of range. Well, it was, it was so, it was a thrill to see the viral load of a person with hepatitis go from, I think it was 50, Million viral load, it was really high. Both of them was in the millions. One was closer, was closer than that to mm-hmm. a billion. Um, and did a 14-day treatment on one and one a 21-day treatment. Went back and did the lab work, and, it's still, and it was negative. The viral load was negative. Wow. What a dynamic healing. I mean, this person must have been so gratified and just so wonderfully happy. Oh my goodness. And this was a person from Hong Kong, which was amazing. So they they sent for several of their family members to come here. They flew them in. I'm sure they did to see the Dr. Lee. You know, I know Dr. Lee, you've made a difference in so many lives and there's so many people around who know you, who tout all of your accomplishments 
as an integrative health practitioner. And even some of my personal friends, uh, you've advised them and ministered to them in a holistic pers- uh, perspective. So we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and we're going to share a little bit about what's happening next and what you're doing now. And so listeners, stay tuned. We'll be right back with A Magnet for Miracles with my guest today, Dr. Sherilyn Lee. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Are you a business innovator or are you just sitting on the sidelines? Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Our world is shrinking. We get information across the planet as fast and as easily as across the street. Lately, it seems as if none of it is good. The world has become so addicted to negativity, fear, drama, and our kids are learning fast. Are you worried about your teen? Do you know where they are, who they're with, and what they're really up to? Power of Peace Radio tackles real issues that are changing the minds of the next generation. Get involved in the conversation on Monday evenings with Kit Cummings. Pop Radio is about interrupting and redirecting those who are on a dangerous course and bringing light into dark places with powerful topics and real stories. We bring hope to those who need it most because hope is the new dope. Power of Peace Radio, Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. And hello there again, and welcome back to my show today, Transformation for Success. This is Dr. Barbara Young, the Transformation for Success coach and your radio talk show host. And I am talking today with my guest, Dr. Sherilyn Lee, founder and CEO of New Wellness Healthcare Center, which is a comprehensive alternative family healthcare center that offers alternative medicine and a more holistic, integrative approach to dealing with common diseases and ailments. And she also has a nonprofit called Nutrimed Wellness, and we're going to talk about that in a few minutes. So, hello, Dr. Lee, again. Thank you again for being on the show today. And, and this oh, is a it's truly- conversation. <laughs> Really? Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. It is truly a, a pleasure. The drive, the drive up here was worth it. <laughs> it was a beautiful drive too. 
Oh, that's great. It is so great. You have gone through so many things. We could be talking for, I'm telling you, a couple of hours, which we probably will later. But <laughs> but you have made, as I was saying earlier, you've made such a difference in so many lives and um, many, many people that you have provided uh, inspiration as well as helping them to heal and become whole and healthy. As you look back over your life, did you see yourself as being a magnet for miracles? No, just just probably the opposite, not at all. I didn't even talk to people. You know, you made a comment when I came in, um, and someone said, what a nice smile. I didn't smile, I didn't laugh. I had no laughter, no joy in my life. Well, so no, you I did not see this. Well, you've got some joy now. <laughs> yes. You've got yes, some joy see. now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, what would you say... Uh, in, in terms of somebody that may be going through what a similar situation or some of the situations you encountered? What, as far as childhood? Or well, as far a, as childhood illnesses and going through a lot of pain. Look, you had like what I would call a triple whammy. You're going through, your mother got divorced from your father early age. Okay. Now at age three, you are with uh, eczema. You have asthma. You have all of these illnesses. And then there's emotional pain that goes with this. You have physical and emotional pain. Listen, lady, you certainly are a magnet for miracles. Because when we think about a marriage that did not work out and all of the hurt, and even though you may have married for the wrong reasons, you still had, you still were there and were treated unfairly with emotional abuse. And so now we look at here you are, a very successful woman who's accomplished much educationally, professionally. You have your own center, and you've had a lot of high-profile clients. And so what would you say to someone listening who said, wow, you know, I don't feel like I can get out of this hole I'm in? What would you tell them? I would tell them to just start visualizing and praying, but you have to know where you want to go. But, you know, see yourself coming out of it. You have to see yourself mm-hmm. coming out. You know, that's the only way you're going to really come out. You know, trouble doesn't last for always. No. You just know the next day things and every moment is going to get better and better. It's going and to get I... better and better. And that's what happened in my life. And some days it's like, oh, no, I don't, I don't really see anything changing. But that was back then. So I don't see that. So I don't see the glass half empty anymore or empty at all because that's what I, I didn't even see a glass. So uh, now I see the glass totally full. And I know I can achieve whatever I want. Have you ever thought about, you know, the fact that sometimes that when we go through all of these things, they are really challenges or tests that are to prepare us for the greater work that we're going to do? Yes, I agree. And, I mean, I think the greater the challenges, the greater the work that one has to do. I believe that, too, because I used to think, oh, no, what else? <laughs> I don't even say that anymore. I don't say what else, because I've also had two pulmonary embolisms, and that was not fun. And most people don't make it through one. Well, definitely God has a purpose and a plan for your life, and yeah. still yet you are here. And, and, and the thing that I really liked about your saying, I love it, detox the mind and the body will heal. Yeah. Now. You have another one that I like. You know, we are as healthy as ourselves, and that's not cell phones, you said. <laughs> yes. <laughs> not your cell I phone. I love that. I love that. So <laughs> if we kind of get the mind together 
and 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 all and nutritional health, the body will heal. Is that what should we put that together? We're as healthy as our cells. <laughs> Yes, we are. We are as healthy as your cells. If your cells are healthy, you're taking enough water, water, doing your deep breathing. It's amazing. And I found that out even with the blood pressure. And a loving touch is so important. You know, this is why my patients who are have love around them through this journey of healing, those are the ones that heal quite well. The cancer patients, I don't care what your diagnosis is, you're going to heal a lot better with love around you. But most important, you have to stop and love yourself. Oh, I'm telling you that is so important. I can't, I feel like I, I'm a broken record on that. Love yourself. You must love yourself. You must love yourself. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I think maybe you're going to take a placard for some, some people to say, love myself, love myself. Put it on your computers, put it on your cell phone so you can see it at all times. I must love myself. Now, Dr. Lee, tell us about Nutramed uh, Wellness, your nonprofit that you established. Tell us a little bit about what that's about. Well, I started the, the nonprofit in the um, uh, in two thousand two thousand five, I believe. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I started it because I was so tired of seeing so many women diagnosed with breast cancer. Oh. And then I said, "This is what I want to do, and I want to do a component." For men, men with breast cancer, not knowing. I have a very dear friend, and I was telling him this, and he sat across the table from me in my office one day, and he said, well, I never did tell you because I was just too embarrassed because right now he's 51. He said, when I was 23, I had a mastectomy. So he is my spokesperson for men because no one really look at men, and this happens to them. So what I wanted to do was infrared um, thermography. Screening mm-hmm. because it will identify and pick it up a lot earlier than a mammogram. Oh, a really? Early. Oh, yeah. Now, now, are a lot of pe- are people aware of thermography? No, they're not. Okay, they're not. Okay, so no. tell us a little bit about it. It's infrared. And is it safe? Is it something that one can say? I mean, I'm not sure you wouldn't be doing anything that wasn't safe. But what right. are some of the, okay. the, the, the pros and cons of it? What are some of the cons? Well, the, the cons uh, about it is um, you're going to find the um, cancer or lesion or whatever. You're going to see it early enough because it generates heat. And this is mm-hmm. why they use infrared and, 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 you know, for military purposes so you can see. Well, then you can be able to see the breast. You can see, what I have is a thermograph machine, which is a lot better. And this is what I was praying for: God, open up the door, let somebody give me this twenty-five thousand dollar machine. And I did mm-hmm. all that before I even had the nonprofit in my hand. And a company, a friend of mine, called me. She said, "Call this company here in Canada and talk to them." And they said, "Well, we don't give machines away." And I said. God, I said to myself, God, I know that somebody, you're touching them right now, is going to give me this machine. This is, again, when it's stepping out on faith and stepping out and believing. What do you want? This is what I wanted to do. And finally, after five or six phone calls, they called me one day and said, mm-hmm. have you checked your email? I said, no. They said, well, check it. We're so excited. I'm like, okay. So I didn't open it up fast enough. They said, we are delivering the machine to your office. Free wow, charge. that's wonderful. And this, the, the machine that I have goes to 119 acupuncture points, starting from your head to your waist. So it's FDA approved for the breast. 
but I'm able now to see what's going on with your teeth. Now, there's a lot of information out there in dental and root canals mm-hmm. and cancer, root, and, root canals and cancer. So I just tell the listening audience, you know, look for yourself. Dr. Hal Huggins is one of the leading authoritative per- people out there, dentists, on mm-hmm. root canals. But there's a lot of information out there now on root canal and cancer, root canal and heart disease. And I just want to share with your listening audience right now, really quickly here, of the research they did with this rabbit. Well, this um, person had died of heart disease and died of a heart attack. So they took the root that was in the same meridian of the heart, Mm -hmm. took it out and put it into a rabbit. Well, actually, that rabbit died of the same heart disease. So they took it out of that rabbit and put it into another one, and that rabbit died of the same heart disease. So they went on and did about 20 rabbits, and they said, we're just not going to do any more. You know, so with anything you're doing, they want to see the research. You know how mm-hmm. it is. Yes, of course they do. Mm-hmm. But I knew that uh, my heart problem that I was having was coming from a root canal that I had years ago. And once I oh, had my goodness. that, a lot of things just started to clear up. Wow. So, th- so there is some correlation between dental work or, or things that happen there and that might affect the heart. It will right? affect your heart. It will. It will affect the heart. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. Well, yeah, I'm glad. Keep in mind that I'm, your gums are, in, you know, nitroglycerin. Most people kind of relate. If you, they, this is why you put a nitroglycerin tablet mm-hmm. under your tongue. Mm-hmm because they know it goes straight to the heart. Well, when you have bacteria and things in the gums, that's also going to your heart. Wow. That, that is really, really interesting. So, I mean, you've come in, in really full circle from being a physician RN into integrative medicine and then finding out all of these things that can really help people uh, and then tie it into something as simple as a root canal or dental work that's being done could tie it into heart attacks. Wow. Dr. Lee, oh, yeah. you are something else. <laughs> yeah, and, and, you know, one lady had a brain tumor, and it was, the family kept saying, what, why did she have this brain tumor? And by the time they met me, it was already, it was, told, it was advanced. And they kept telling me, why does she, you know, what happened to her? She didn't smoke, she didn't drink, she finished school and exercised, great diet, not overweight or anything like that. And I looked at her when I got to their home, because I do concierge medicine, go to the patient's homes to see them. Mm-hmm. And I looked at mm-hmm. her and I said, point to the tooth where you had a root canal. And she pointed right there at the tumor. Her whole side of her left face was disfigured. Oh, dear. Oh, my goodness. I do not play with that. If you, a person, if you have one, you want to check and see if you need to have a cavitation where they clean it out all the way to the bone. It has to be cleaned out because the rest of that root will, will rot and it will oh, stick in your body. There's, there's two well, books. One is called The Root of Diseases, and the other book is called The Root Canal Cover-Up. Please, obtain those books and read it for yourself. Well, I am very glad you cleared that up. Now, we have a few minutes before we have to close. When I, wanna, I, I didn't want to really get into this, but, you know, you became really high profile when, in the Michael Jackson case. And, um, and going through all of that, I just want to ask you one simple question. How did all of that impact you as a person and doing what you do? Because I know you had many uh, encounters with Michael Jackson. Well, uh, initially when it, uh, meeting him was something, you know, that I was totally surprised. 
mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me, and it's, it's in records anyway. I met him through uh, patients of mine who happened to have been his security at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, that's how we met, And because um, he needed someone to, his children had a slight cold, and he wanted someone to come in and assess them to see what was going on. And um, that's what I did. So we met um, in January of 2009, and uh, he became my patient because uh, he asked me, what else do you do? And I offer vitamin C IV therapy. And he said, well, this sounds good because I feel it to give me energy and I'll feel great. Not that he was didn't have energy. He just wanted more because he was in rehearsal. So I was with him uh, for that in B12, and, you know, the same way I would work up any patient, even though you tell me I want more energy or I'm feeling a little tired or whatever, I'm going to do a thorough workup. So I did, and it was a couple things came back abnormal, but nothing critical, and we turned it around within a month and a half or so through nutrition. Repeated all this lab work, and everything was normal. Great. And, uh, but he loved the IVs. Most people do if you ever have one. It's like, oh, my God, I knew I was feeling good, but this is a whole level of feeling really, really great with the vitamin C and your B vitamins. You just feel wonderful. And it's water-soluble, so you're not going to get too much in the body. And, um, with every, and with him in rehearsal becoming dehydrated easy, this was a great therapy for him, and he loved it, and he loved the way he, feel, he felt. So, um, you know. Well, I know. I, I don't want to get into great detail about it, but I know no, no, that no, we're not. you you had uh, a part to play in his life and to help him. And for that, I'm I'm sure that many people have commended you for being able to help him uh, during that time. And I'm not sure how many people really knew the real Michael, but you knew the real Michael. And I'm yeah. very happy that you had a chance to do that. And again, a magnet for miracles, because that was definitely a miracle in that you are able to meet such a high-profiled individual. Of course, there are other high-profiled individuals that you've been in their lives. I know that, and you've been able to help them. But, Dr. Lee, as we have to close up the show and wrap up, which I hate, uh, what is your greatest joy in life right now? Well, my greatest joy is being a grandmother of nine (laughs) grandchildren. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Woo! Those girls have been busy. (laughs) Uh, they have, and I have three daughters, so <laughs> so that's well, been one of my greatest joys, to actually see their face and knowing that they now, a couple of them want to go into medicine and really love what I do. So, Well, I, I want to thank you today, honestly, for being on the show with us today, and I thank you so much, and I appreciate your taking time for your busy schedule to be with us, and I wish you much success on your journey to bring healing and positivity to many more lives of individuals. And listeners, I want you to walk in wholeness and healing in your body, your soul, and your spirit. And remember, we were wired to seek wholeness, and only God can pierce the darkness of our hearts and minds and create that deep awareness of his miracles and love. So open your hearts to all that God has for you and has planned for you. So be blessed, be encouraged, be motivated, and I want you to be forever transformed. This is Dr. Barbara Young, your Transformation for Success radio talk show host, signing off until next Tuesday at 2 p.m. God bless you all. 
We appreciate you joining us for Transformation for Success. Please join your host, Dr. Barbara Young, again next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, that's 2 p.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have an outstanding week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.